Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's a great day, and it's a great day to be in the house, and, and I know it's going to be, you know, um, we're just here for a short time, so just make the most of it, and we are going to go out and enjoy the sun afterwards, because it is summertime, isn't it? And we're enjoying the summertime, and um, this season of beautiful weather is a great time to just go and enjoy the beach, pool, whatever you do in the summertime. And um, I'm going to be talking about seasons today. And I was thinking, you know, we have Christmas. and But in the middle of the year, say end of August, I used to be a sales rep and I used to go to David Jones and Myers, Harvey Norman, all these places. And every end of August, they would start up the Christmas decorations and putting out the Christmas things to sell and um, still do, and when you go in there, you see these things and you're like, oh, no, <laughs> it's Christmas. And you're like, no, it's not. And you're so confused. It's like, is it Christmas? No, it's not Christmas. Why, am I, why are they making me think of Christmas? Anyway, they just want money, of course, and that's why they do it. But um, it's so out of season. And it doesn't make you feel um, good. It makes you panic. And it makes you feel like, oh, no, they're doing it too early. You know, you don't want Christmas now. You want to enjoy Christmas in the Christmas season, not like three months before because people just want to make money out of you. And I think today I'm just going to be talking about seasons and what happens when um, we live in the season and we don't live in the season. So let us turn to... 2 Samuel 11, 1 to 4. In the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, so it's the springtime, and that's when they go off to war, David sent Joab out with the king's men and the whole Israelite army. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained in Jerusalem. One evening, David got up from his bed, and he got up, and in I've been reading this um, Jewish um, study Bible and it helps Jewish people understand and actually the way they write it is so down to earth and it says after he got up from his afternoon nap he walked around the roof of the palace now how many of us have been having afternoon naps this summertime isn't it nice and hopefully we can have more <laughs> even in the spring but David wasn't meant to be napping at that time and he walked around the roof of the palace from the roof he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful. And David sent someone to find out about her. And the man said she's Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam and the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Then David sent messengers to get her. She came to him and he slept with her. Then she went back home. Now this guy, he should have been out in warfare. Spring was the time to fight the enemy. Spring was the time to go out and not be at home, having afternoon snoozes, relaxing. Um, it wasn't the winter where you hunker down. It was the springtime, this time of warfare. And um, he should have gone out or he, you know, he's caused so much trouble in his life. But my first point is, participate in the season you're in. David was meant to go and participate in the season, 
the season of warfare, the season of spring, but he missed it completely. He missed this season. He missed it and he should have been fighting the enemy, but he was home and he was doing things he shouldn't have been doing. You know, if he had just gone out, he would have saved himself so much grief. He would have not committed murder. He would have not committed adultery. He would have not lost a son. He would have done what all kings should do at that time. But he didn't. He totally missed that season. And have we ever found ourselves in that position where maybe it's time we should actually be out there doing something? It Maybe it's time for us to... I don't know, whatever it may be. Maybe it's time to get a new job. Maybe it's a season to start something afresh in God. Maybe it's, it's the, the season to just serve him. Maybe it's a season that you're in and you should be at warfare and you miss it and you completely miss it and you end up making mistakes and your family and your friends and the church suffer because you weren't walking in the season that you're meant to walk in. You know, sometimes we hunger after other seasons, like the shops. They hunger after Christmas. They want your money. (laughs) They want, you know, it's like Christmas. I want to live in Christmas every day. Kids may feel like that. They love Christmas Day. They want presents every day. (laughs) Louis feels like that. Sometimes we feel like we just want that season. Oh, married. I want to be married. I want to be married, but I'm not. And then we want that season so much that we do things and we get out of that season that we shouldn't do. You know, it's like, oh, we want money. We want prestige. We want a car or something. I remember one day when we were not in a good financial season and Louis goes out, he comes home (laughs) with his brand new car. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) It was an accident. And so I'm like, okay, you got to take that back. Anyway, he did take it back. Did you take it back? You took it back or we sold it. We sold it and we had to downgrade. Okay, we had to downgrade to a, an older car. But it wasn't our season to have that car. And we ended up, you know, if we kept it, we would have found ourselves in, in trouble financially and everything. But, you know, now in life, it's a time where you can we can get a car that's new or something else, you know. There's seasons in our lives. We can't hunger after other people's seasons or after seasons that are not happening yet. We should be living in the season that you actually are in or you truly will not be happy. You truly will not live your best life if you don't understand the season you're in. Philippians 4.12 says, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in every, in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or what, and or not or want. Yeah, sorry, not what. And um, so Paul found that secret of contentment, no matter what season he was in. And as Christians, we need to find that contentment. And sometimes it's so hard because we so want something that's not ours yet or so want something to change that's not there yet, you know, and we get frustrated, we get anxious and 
and we get all mucked up and the enemy can come in and he can take your joy away from you and you can end up being no use in the season that you're actually in. You know, so don't make decisions like you're in another season. Don't go and do that thing like you're in that other season because you're not there yet. And God has a perfect timing for everything. You know, even the small things in life. You know, we can also be in denial over the season of what we're in. You know, David sent off Joab and the commandos and, oh, they can do the job. They can do it. I can just sit back and relax and do what I want and I'm just going to send them to do it. No, he was meant to participate as well. You know, we're meant to participate as well. We're not meant to just let everyone else do it, let everyone else, um, you know, take the flak, fight the enemy, do the job. We're meant to participate as well and participate in the season. If we participate in the season that we're in, we will get the victory in our lives, in everything. And if we acknowledge what it is. So... For that, we need to read the season. The next point is read the season. We need to be honest with ourselves of what is really happening in our lives, in the people around us, in our family's life, in um, the church. What is really happening? What is the season that I am in? You know, um, and there are four seasons that represent here but have nothing to do with weather, but they do um, have that, you know, connotation that it's the spring. Spring season is a time of things when they're coming new. It's a time when new birth is happening. It's a not time when, you know, and I think that's why um, David and warfare and the spring are kind of together because when it's springtime, we need to fight and we need to look after that which is new. We need to look after the new growth. We need to fight because the enemy is always after new growth. The enemy is always at something at the beginning and he can chop it down easily because it's new and it's young and it's immature. And the enemy will always come at these new things. So spring is a time, it's an exciting time too because you're seeing these new things pop up. And you're seeing newness in your life and maybe you've got a new job. Maybe, you know, you've got um, a new baby coming into the home. Maybe there's things happening that are new. There's new things happening in the church. And you're like, wow, there's something new. It's exciting. It stirs us up. But we've got to pray. Then comes the summer. You know, um, summer is an exciting time because it's a time of celebration. It, well, it represents a time of celebration a time of, um, you know, maybe you're in a really good time of blessing where things um, have just come to a great place and you're feeling freer financially, you're feeling um, really blessed. I don't know, God has poured out his blessing in your life and you're, and you're um, experiencing that, you're, you're understanding it and you're living in that and um, there's things happening in your household that are good, there are things happening in your family that's good. There's things happening in the church that are good and it's exciting and it's like, whoa, you know, woohoo, and you're excited and it's fun. You know, summer just shows us um, 
of a time where, you know, there's holidays and fun and, you know, you can do all these lovely things. But summer doesn't last all the time. Autumn comes. And autumn, the leaves start falling and you start stabilising again and you start getting into the routine of life, the mundaneness of life, um, you know, just the normal things. It's just a normal time of year. But yet we can still enjoy the small things and God has still blessed us and we can still um, enjoy the autumn because that's the season you're in. Then there's winter. Winter is the hardest season. It's the season of hardship. It's the season of, you know, deep darkness and you're feeling, you know, sometimes it's sickness, sometimes it's grief, it's experiencing death, it's um, experiencing that pruning and it's, it's, it's a really harsh time and it's not fun. But God wants to bless you even in that because he wants you to live in it and participate in that season. Here's a scripture. If you're going through a winter time, it says Habakkuk 3, 17 to 18. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes in the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Saviour. This is just a season you're experiencing and you will get through it, you know, you will get through it. And sometimes winters are the most harshest, but yet they're the most time of growth in your personal character as a person. So most, it's the time where you really can dig, you need to dig deep with God. And when you dig deep with God, he does deep things within you. And when spring comes, out comes this new growth that you never even realized God was doing in your life. And you're like, oh my gosh, Gee, that changed. God did something in me through that season. And God uses the hardships of life to produce fruit in us, that deep fruit, that, those, um, those things that will really bless others who are going through those seasons later on. Now, Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 8 talks about many seasons. And I'm going to read it to you um, from verse... One, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. There are so many seasons that we go through. There are so many different seasons, but we need to read them. We need to see them. And I think every day we face things and we think, okay, what is it, God? How am I to live in this moment and in this season? How am I to do that? We need to read it. We need to involve God in our conversation. And God will help you through every season that you face. And he will um, give you faith, give you hope, 
and give you a contentment so that you can face every season and not go after another season, not run after something that's not yours yet or that you haven't got yet because God, all these things will come. It's like I used to, I used to look, up, look at this family who were like 10 years ahead of me and Louie way back when we used to have little kids and I used to think, oh, one day I'll be there. One day I'll be there and now I'm way past it. <laughs> it's like things happen, change happens, time goes by and um, seasons change. So we've got to enjoy the moment and not look at others and think, I want what I've got because it just steals away from your season, you know. So we need to bear fruit in season. Mark 11, 12 to 14 says, The next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And the disciples heard him say it. Why would he say this to a fig tree? Why would he say, may no one ever eat of you again? And, you know, God is interesting and Jesus is amazing, actually. He's amazing. (laughs) And he was giving the disciples an example that he wants us to bear fruit in every season. He doesn't want us to just bear fruit in the summertime when it's easy. He wants us to bear fruit through every season that we're going through. You know, as Christians, we don't have just seasons of bearing fruit. If we're in God and we're living side by side with Jesus and we allow the Holy Spirit to work in us, he can bear fruit any time in us that he wants. And it doesn't have to be a certain season. Even through the winter, his spirit can be moving in us and the fruit which remains, the fruit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit can be produced and last forever. You know, our seasons are not an excuse not to participate in our spiritual di- disciplines as Christians. Sometimes, oh, no, I'm going through such a hard time. Or, look, sometimes, look, I understand. We go through issues and we can, like, especially like Lena at the moment, she can't attend a church. It's, it's a really hard season. But most of us, even when we're going through very hard situations or maybe life's a bit boring, whatever it is, you can still do your spiritual disciplines. And what are they? Prayer, giving fellowship with the brethren, fellowship, coming to church, you know, reading the word, getting into it, studying the Bible, you know, fasting. All these things are spiritual disciplines that we cannot neglect no matter what season it is. These things need to be a constant in our lives or the enemy will come in and he will rip us off in the season we're in and he will destroy us and he will speak to us, he'll put us down, he'll chop off whatever God is doing because we haven't been spending time with our God and doing the spiritual disciplines that he's asked us to do so that we can maintain a healthy walk with him 
and produce fruit in keeping with every season. You know, God is not a season. (laughs) Some of us think, oh, yeah, I'm going to spend time with God this week, but don't worry about last week. You know, God is not a season. We don't just have God in our lives just when we feel like it. God is a constant. He is ever-present. He is a companion that is faithful and true every day. He has not forsaken you. He will never leave you. Every day he's a constant in your life. He is not a season. He is not only here with you in the winter. He is not only here with you in the spring. He is not only here with you in the autumn or the, or the summer. He is with you in every season that you're in and he wants to bring you through it and he wants to produce fruit through it and he wants you to have the victory in it. Not like David who didn't have the victory because he didn't participate in the season. God wants you to not step back, not hold back, but enter in, have that fellowship with him, Live in the spiritual disciplines that he's given you, no matter how hard it is, because sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes it's like taking medicine because you're thinking, I'm going through such a hard time, I can't even read the word. Well, I tell people to read the word no matter how you're feeling because it doesn't really matter how you feel, you've got to still read it. And God's word is powerful. It's a two-edged sword. It goes into your spirit no matter how you're feeling. But God can change you from the inside just when you least expect it because you've been faithful and you've um, had that constant relationship with him because he is constantly with you. God wants you to be with him. You know, seasons may change, but God never changes. God never changes. He is with you in every season. He is with you in the storm. He is with you in the valley. He is with you. Um, In the springtime, he is with you in the summer. He is with you. So never think that he is not, that he is just a season. He is the only constant in our life that we can actually rely on. He is the only thing. He is there from the beginning to the end, seeing you through every season of your life. Musicians, why don't you come up? So God wants us to walk through every season with him so that we will bring glory to him, so that we can be victorious and not make mistakes that David may have made or others may make. And I know we make mistakes and I know sometimes we don't live where we're meant to live. Sometimes we we do things that are against what God wants. And But you know what? God is the restorer. I mean, even in David's life, he restored the whole situation. But, you know, God is just so faithful and he's so loving and he's so full of grace. But to live our best life in him, we need to have him constantly in every season of our life and to trust him. If you're wanting to be in another season and your heart is growing very, you know, it can get very stressed. It can long for something. I'll just say, pray about it. Pray about it. Give it to the Lord. And the Lord will bring you into that season at the right time. 
He has a right time for everything. And he just does things like this sometimes. And you're like, what? I can't believe it happened. I can't believe it happened. But believe it because God is faithful and he's heard your cry. Why don't you stand this morning? You know, don't miss out on what God is doing around you. Don't make those mistakes. Have a willing heart to be in God's presence and to open, be open in any season and, and be acceptant, have, have, have acceptance of that season that you're in. Think, okay, God, Paul was content in every season. Help me be content. Help me be content in what I'm facing and what I'm going through. Now, I want you to close your eyes right now. And if this is spoken to you in any way, I want you to lift your hands to the Lord this morning. You know, we face many seasons. We face many things. But God is our answer in everything we face, in every season. So, Father, I just pray for each person that's here today, Lord, each person that's raised their hands to you. I just pray that you'll help them navigate every season that they face, that you'll help them navigate through everything that they go through. And, Lord, that we will enjoy those summer seasons. And that, Father, you will fill us with your joy and your peace as we go through every season constantly with you. In Jesus' name.